Hey guys, I'm Anali. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to Three Faith Podcast. Where we share insight on how to keep your faith in God strong through relationships of all kinds, such as dating, friendships, marriage, family relationships, and so many more. We are so thankful that you're joining us on our podcast episode today. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Three Faith Podcast and like our Facebook page for updates on when we release a new episode and for more content. Hey guys, I'm Hannah and I'm a co-host of Through Faith. And I'm Natalie, the other co-host. And welcome to season five of the podcast. We obviously cannot believe that season five is already here. It does not seem like we've been doing it that long, but God is very good and we're so glad that he's allowing us to continue to do this. Um, And what we want to do for the start of this season is kind of do a reintroduction of ourselves and kind of go throughout our year last year, talk about some things that we've learned and things like that. But before Manali and I kind of introduce ourselves, we thought that we might give a little bit of an overview of the podcast if you haven't listened to us before. Um, A few topics that we discuss and then where we continue um, to go with the podcast. So you want to pick up there? Yeah, so um, with our podcast, we have, this is our fifth season that we are starting. Hannah and I had to do a little research before the podcast started to make sure that we were, in fact, saying the correct season. And if you see the Instagram post, um, (laughs) no, you didn't. (laughs) They might say season four, but just just know. (laughs) Season five. (laughs) But um, yeah, so this is our fifth season, and um, this podcast started... Um, as an Instagram page back when I was in high school, sophomore in high school, and eventually with a lot of prayer and um, just asking God for guidance, it turned into a podcast. And it is just Hannah and I sharing 10 years worth of friendship and experience with y'all and just things that God has taught us around or along the way and uh, just lessons that we're learning from other people as well. Um, some of our episodes can be... Um, found on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and we have episodes that highlight like general Christian topics like how to wait well. Um, That was our very first one, right? It it was, yes. Still our most played over the past, what, almost two years. That one is still, very first episode was our most played episode, and I think that's so cool. It is, it Mm -hmm. really is. Um, We have that one, we have Setting Yourself Apart, The Fruits of the Spirit. Um, We have our testimonies on there. And then as our podcast has progressed, we've uh, turned more into a relationship podcast where we talk about how to get through a breakup, um, being a single Christian and what that means and what it should look like or what it can look like. Um, and then like the five love languages along with many other topics. The five love languages one was, I think, like one of our favorites, like mm-hmm. the both of us, we both agreed that just because we're very big proponents of um, the five love languages. So if yes. you want to hear our favorite episode, go listen to that one. Um, I think that one was, was really good. Okay, guys, so we are going to go ahead and jump into our question of the week, and I've actually put thought behind it this time. Um, so we're trying to be a little more prepared this season for our questions of the week. And this one I'm really excited for because I've been thinking about it. And it is name a memory or scenario that describes your friendship. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to go first or do you want me to? You can go first. I can go first. Okay. All right. So mine was that we have a lot, like whether it's like 
about to get in a wreck together or something. That is very true. <laughs> it has happened one too we many have times. a lot. Okay, so this was about, I think almost a year ago. I don't know, but me and you were in the car together and we were driving to the coast and it was an hour and a half away. You're going to remember it. <laughs> it was an hour and a half away um, and we were going to watch her boyfriend play baseball and Manali was driving and we get there. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about now? <laughs> and we get there and, um, you know, we're trying to find parking. It's out of the, um, was it the Shucker Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're trying to find parking and we're like driving around and we didn't know where to park and stuff. <laughs> um, we pull into this random, I don't even know. I definitely don't think we were supposed to park there. Um, and so we're still driving, trying to find parking and we get to a stopping point and I told her, I was like, yeah, like, you know, we can just park wherever <laughs> she stops. And Manella goes, Hannah, just tell me what to do. <laughs> And that, like, situation right there, I feel like, to me, describes our friendship perfectly. <laughs> do you remember that, though? And you were like, just tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. And I was, I like, thought... I was like, okay, turn left. <laughs> I thought you were going to say how we were, whenever we got on the road, I went, like, five miles the wrong direction before we realized that we were going in the wrong place. No, so we, I was like, oh, yeah, I know where I'm going. Don't worry. No, we did do that, though. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. No, we, we also did that. We went in a circle. It was, like, a really big circle. And we, like, went in, like, this big rectangle and ended up right back where we were. And at the end of the day, we ended up parking behind some business where, like, the employees park, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Like, we were not supposed <laughs> to be back there. And I remember me and Manali walking back from the stadium, and we were, like, praying that she didn't get a ticket. <laughs> But that just describes our friendship as, like, both of us panicking and not knowing what to do. That is very true. That's happened one too many times. (laughs) Right? Um, Mine would probably be... So, whenever we were in high school, we took human A&P and I mean physiology (laughs) together. And we had to do this assignment where we took personality tests (laughs) and um, you had to go through this questionnaire and it would give you results for careers that they thought would best. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. (laughs) And um, when I was in high school, I was like, okay, I think I want to be like a physical therapist. And Hannah was, she was leaning more towards like teacher at the time. I never knew what I wanted to do. Just to prep, like. I, you had a couple of ideas in mind. Manali was, I was very jealous. Manali very much always knew what she wanted to do. I did not. I was all over the place. <laughs> but so we got these career results back and I got like physical therapist on mine. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I knew this was what I wanted to do. Well, Hannah's very first <laughs> one was like a jail. The parole officer. The parole officer. That's what it was. And I remember looking over at Hannah, she had tears in her eyes because she was so upset. She was like, how am I supposed to use this to figure out my career? And we were like, she was having a mental breakdown in the middle of our AMP class. No, like, I literally was... did because we were, was that junior year of high school? Yeah, and so that's like the point where everybody starts like figuring out like, okay, I have an idea of what I want to do. I think I had no idea. I was all over the place. I did not know what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> and I remember I was so excited to take that test because our teacher was like, yeah, it gives you results. So, you know, what 
it thinks you need to do in life. And I was literally so excited. I was like, Benali, this is going to tell me what I'm going to be in life. And then it told the first result was a parole officer. And I just burst into tears. I was like, how am I supposed to be a parole officer? What is this? It was very much an iconic time. Yeah, but Manali and I have, we have many of those. Yes, um, so if you want to hear any more, just, just let us know because we've got, we've got plenty. Probably some that our parents don't want to know about. That is also true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as we said earlier, um, today's episode is not going to be one that's focused on one topic. Um, we're going to go throughout our year last year because I feel like Manali and I can both say that, you know, the year just held something different every single month. And, you know, it was definitely a year of growth, I think, for both of us in, in many different ways. Um, so we're just going to kind of take you throughout our last year together and then we're going to talk about three things I think three three things that we learned and that um you know we want to share with you guys as well so we are just going to go ahead and jump right into the episode okay so we are going to get right into it and talk about three things that um we kind of took with us from 2022 that we learned and do you want to start you yeah I can go ahead and start um Okay, and so mine are a little chaotic because I was just brainstorming and didn't really know how to word it. But my first one is our role here on earth as Christians is to witness to others and spread joy, but not to change or convert them. And so that sounds a little funny, but what I mean by that is I have a lot of friends, especially that I've made like this year, um, you know, whether it be at school or whatever that are unbelievers, but I'm still, you know, really close to and friends with. Also, I'm just going to preface, if you hear hammering going on in the background, um, they just so happen to be doing construction in our school library today. So <laughs> that's what you hear in the background. And if you know me, you know, I hate background noises, but got to do what you got to do. <laughs> anyway, so what I meant by my point was, you know, I have a lot of friends who are, could be considered unbelievers, and as a Christian, that really makes my heart ache, and I'm sure maybe a lot of you can relate to that if you have friends who are, you know, also unbelievers, whether it be at school, at work, or even in your family, um, but what I came to realize, especially towards the end of the year, I found myself, like, almost, like, sort of, like, grieving that, like, really just praying every day to God, like, to just change their hearts and that it was just making me so upset that, you know, I couldn't do anything about it. Um, but at the end of the day, we can't do anything about it. Um, but we can pray for them and prayer does work. That's actually something I've been talking about with um, my point group at church is prayer does work and you can pray for them, but you can't um, necessarily think that you are going to be able to change them because that's just something that only God can do. Only God can change hearts. We, we obviously cannot do that. So, yeah, that's, a really big point. I think that's something we can definitely take from, you know, whether we have friendships or relationships of any kind that, um, you know, they might not believe the same way we do and, you know, you want the best for them, but it's hard. It is. It's a lot of patience and um, just waiting on God to do what he does best. So I really like that one. Um, my first one was, um, to not be afraid of protecting your peace. Um, I think through, it took me a very long time to learn this, 
um, because, you know, the Lord tells us to protect our hearts and, like, you know, guard, guide our, guard our hearts <laughs> um, from things that are going to disturb it and just break up, you know, the peace that's between myself and God. And um, I think this year it was really tested and kind of forced myself to learn how to protect my peace and what that meant um, just because of some situations that I was put in and, like, um, didn't really have a choice but to learn how to do that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, that was just one of the biggest things that I learned. I don't really know how to expand anymore on it, but yeah. like through high school, I can use that for example, you know, I would let people in my life that would cause me a lot of anxiety or a lot of stress and thought that, oh, well, I have to do this because, you know, it's for the betterment of me, but like, really, I don't have to do that. I can keep, you know, I can set boundaries with people where I need to, in order to protect my peace and make sure that my anxiety and, you know, my relationship with the Lord stays on track like it's supposed to. Yeah, that's like, that's such a big one, too. And I can, I can relate to that one, too. I think we all, you know, I think we undervalue the, the protecting your peace. I mean, oh my goodness, there is so much value in that. And, um, you know, I experienced that over the last year, too. And Manali and I had to, you know, we had to have a conversation about, like, just the importance of, of protecting your peace. And um, it's not unchristian-like to block certain people or or if it's, like, things, like something you're struggling with, it's okay to block that out of your life. Um, because, like you said, the Lord does tell us to guard our heart. You know, mm -hmm. we, we love everyone, but at the end of the day, like you know, you have to protect your peace. You have to guard your heart as well. So, yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Oh, I have one more thing to say. To that. Go for it. Also, um, we live in such, like, a yes society, I feel like. Like, if you're not saying yes to, you know, certain people, if you're not saying yes to certain opportunities that are so popular amongst everybody else, then it makes you look absolutely like, oh, well, she's so boring. She's such a fuddy-dud or whatever else. You know, I think that that comes with a lot of like learning how to protect your peace and especially putting that to the test in college where you're not having like the security of your high school group, like keeping you accountable. You have like maybe a couple of friends and um, family keeping you accountable. You don't have, you know, everybody in high school staring at you. So um, just learning how to, you know, set boundaries with that. So you're not saying yes all the time to where you're sacrificing mm -hmm. your faith and, you know, your security for just like one night or an opportunity that's not going to fill you in the long run. Mm -hmm. No, that's so true. And uh, me and you have always both struggled with saying yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, not being able to say no. And um, I know for us, like, especially at work, <laughs> we, yeah. we both of us have a hard time, like, saying no to customers like if we actually don't have time to do something mm -hmm. uh me last night <laughs> yeah. um so that's something we're we're definitely we're, we're working on that's a that's a good that's a good point um i feel like my second point is kind of like opposite of that but also like still like the same but um my second one was it's okay to be the person that always reaches out first um and that one for me I guess what I mean by that is, um, you know, especially with your friends and stuff, like, the older that you get, like, the busier everybody is. Like, you know, you know, you get to school, everybody has jobs and everything like that. Um, and it's okay to be someone to reach out first and ask how somebody is to, do you want to hang out? Do you want to do this? Do X, Y, Z? Or, like, or just checking up on someone. 
But with that being said, um, being the person to reach out also does not mean that you're constantly like reaching out to someone or constantly asking people to do things and them constantly saying no, that's not, you know, at that point you just need to like stop reaching out at that point. Um, but what I mean is like, you know, God calls us to love people regardless. And I feel like if you're always looking at things, like I have some friends from, you know, a college that I used to attend and I've probably couldn't tell you the last time that I've really ever like heard from them or they reached out to me, but we still have a a sort of sustained friendship because I do reach out every now and again. I don't reach out all the time and I ask how they are. I ask, you know, um, do you want to get lunch, you know, whatever. And it's not all the time. I feel like at that point it's unhealthy if it's kind of all the time. Um, but I think it can kind of be like a misconception, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, they don't care about me anymore. I'm the only one that cares when in reality, it's like, you know, we just get older and we're in college and we have jobs and, you know, life gets, it just gets crazy. But basically like there's, there's nothing wrong with being the person to reach out first. So don't, don't talk yourself out of just checking up on someone or, you know, wanting to grab lunch with someone. That is a very good one. Um, I think, you know, with, (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. This, this this construction that's going on outside the building is making they're going ham. ham. They are. <laughs> they've gotten closer to our room. <laughs> they keep moving closer. Um, no, that's definitely something that because I'm definitely the type of person like you know if I reach out like one or, once or twice and you don't ever reach out and check on me like I'm kind of like one and done type person because like I'm just like okay well you know they don't care anything about me I can get really in my head about stuff like that. So that's definitely something that I can learn from and take into the new year as well. It's just being more gracious with, you know, people's schedules and what they've got going on in their life. Cause and also, like, you just never, like, you never know what, like, some people are going through. Like, you never know if somebody's, like, going through, like, a super hard season and, like, you know, you reached out and they kind of brushed you off. But, like, oh, like, they were going through a breakup and, like, you didn't know till like, a week or two after. And, like, because that, like, that happened to me. And I just, you know, it makes sense after that. You're like, oh, you know, it's just kind of ties into one of those. You just, you never know what people are going through. You never know who might need, like, encouragement when you randomly reach out. So, yeah, that's true. That was very true. Um, my second one was not being scared of community. Um, I think through going from high school to college, it was the biggest shock for me, just slowly losing like the big community that I had in high school because I was really involved. You know, I played soccer. I was involved in a couple of clubs, everything. And then going from that to college where I have like, you know, one or two friends and that's really it. Um, It was a little discouraging, but This um, upcoming year, I made it a goal for myself to set out and find good, godly people that I can surround myself with outside of the community that I still have from high school. And um, I ended up, you know, stepping out of my comfort zone and like making sure that I could like establish friendships and relationships with people. And it has been an absolutely rewarding experience just knowing that, like, just by stepping out and, like, reaching out to people or, like, not being scared to just say the first words, how rewarding it is. 
because, you know, I'm starting to attend like a new church now and um, on Wednesday nights. And um, I have people that I can go to if I need help with schoolwork or I just need help and like need encouragement in general that I didn't really have before. And um, it was just it just kind of hit 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 my heart a little bit, um, especially in August when I had like a little come to Jesus with myself and was like, you know, if I don't start, um, you know, getting out of my comfort zone and calling me into a space where I feel like God was leading me to, then I'm going to end up graduating college with nothing new on, on my hands. And like, that's just not what I felt like the college season was meant to be like, it's meant to be, you know, you're graduating with a new community, with new friends, with new people and experiences. And I didn't have that yet. And um, finding out that I was graduating early, I knew I needed to, you know, step up on that a little bit quicker than I had anticipated. But mm-hmm. yeah, just that's a that's a really good one. That's um, yeah, I think we've always kind of struggled a little bit with like finding community and and everything like that. And I think just because for so long, like throughout middle and high school, like it was always like I felt like everybody just knew it was just me and you. You know, mm-hmm. we only really had each other, and then like. There was one point where we kind of, like, tried to find community together, but then, like, that just wasn't where God was, like, calling us to, to stay. Like, for that season, we've talked about it before, like, that season it was good, but that wasn't where we were, like, called to stay. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. It, there's definitely, like, purpose and, like, you know, you can have, like, you still your, like, one or two best friends, but also, like, still community is important outside of that. So that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a really good one. And also with, like, speaking out and getting out of your comfort zone I've always heard that like the biggest like things happen whenever you step out of your comfort zone so that's a good one definitely so okay and then my last one is very cliche but I feel like over the past year it's something that I've really like learned but it's appreciate appreciate each day as it is and be present in every single moment um and basically, this one's very vague, but what I mean is exactly kind of what it says is just whatever the day brings. And this is something that I'm still struggling with, like whether it might be like a hardship, whether it might be um, something that is a blessing, whatever the day brings, like just accept it as it is and also be you know present in the moment. So I've made it a point over the past year, like when I'm, you know, like with my friends or something or even if I'm like having a conversation with someone I try to like not be on my phone like as much or if like at all and to truly just like be present like in that conversation because your phone's gonna be there like whatever is there like it's gonna be there and I have just felt like I've been a lot more like just present in each moment when I'm not constantly like looking at something on my phone or constantly like planning the next thing because that is what I use my phone the most for is I'm always like planning something or like checking up on something or if it's for work or you know xyz and so I've really just made it a point especially towards the the latter half of the year like even when I'm like with my family I'm I try to like put my phone away and like be present with my my family or my extended family um and that's been very purposeful I've really felt like I've been able to like have, you know, better experiences. It definitely helps, you know, relationships, friendships, when you're just really present in the moment and really showing whoever it is that you're with that, you know, you're present in the moment. And yeah, that's a really big one. I think our, you know, especially our generation has a really hard time unplugging because we just, 
we have everything on our phones. We don't want to unplug. We don't want to, you know, get off social media and have a genuine conversation with somebody that's really hard to find nowadays. And so that's certainly something we can all improve on and, you know, take into this new year is just being present and learning to unplug when, when you need to. And even when you, when you, you don't even have to just be better at unplugging Mm -hmm. period. My third one was that it's okay not to be okay. Um, you know, I think we, we've all heard that once, probably one too many times. But um, this year, I've struggled with anxiety more than I have probably since I was in early high school. And rather than, you know, going to somebody and talking about it, I would kind of just, you know, drown it out with some schoolwork or drown it out with something that could distract me enough to not have those anxious thoughts consume me. Um, but it was towards the end of the year that I started talking to Hannah about it and like just some of the symptoms that I was having of anxiety and, um, ended up, you know, going and talking to somebody about it and I'm managing it better now, but, um, just know that it's okay not to be okay. And it's okay to reach out to people. Um, you know, that's part of why God calls us in the community so that, you know, your community can be there for you whenever, you need to be picked up or when you need somebody to, you know, um, be a refuge for you in a time where you're struggling. Um, yeah, it's really cliche, but that's just no, something that's, that that's I, so true. It, yeah, it's, it's very true. And we, we do definitely live in, I feel like a society where like, we don't want to be like vulnerable anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that a hundred percent. I, really don't like that feeling of like being vulnerable or anything like that and even like times that I've gone to Manali like I I still even struggle and like you know we're best friends and I feel like at the end of the day like we're still very like comfortable like going to each other with something but there's still like this um I'm okay but like this is going on and it's like it's okay like he's like it's okay to be like I'm not not really okay like I'm not in like a great headspace today like I'm Mm -hmm. not it's just not a good day. I'm not doing good. Like, this is why. Like, there's still power in that. Yeah. And, like, there's still power in saying, you know, it might be a bad day, but, you know, it's going to be okay. And I'm praying for you. And, you know. Yeah. So that that's a good one. I feel like a lot of our, our world needs to hear that, you know, mm-hmm. even as Christians. But, yeah. Okay. And so just to kind of wrap up this episode, what we want to do is we just kind of want to bring you along our year last year just to kind of show you, like, how quickly things change and how quickly God can can work in your life. So um, we're not going to go through each month individually, but what we are going to do is just kind of talk our beginning of the year until, I guess, the end of the year. Um, So I guess just starting with the beginning of the year. So like around the January, February um, timeline, I last year was very much struggling the most I ever have, like with my faith, as far as where my, my spiritual life was, it was not in a very good place at all. That's probably something that I'll talk about later on when I just feel, you know, more comfortable talking about that. But I just wasn't, you know, it it was not in a good place. And I never told anybody about it. And that's why I'm I'm glad Manali brought up like it's okay to be okay. Like talk to somebody because I, I never talked to anyone about it. I did tell I mentioned it to you a little bit. Um, but that was just kind of like the end of it. But I never I never did anything about it. Like I just didn't. Um And so I was struggling at the beginning of the year. Uh, Last year, I just was kind of at a crossroads. I felt like with everything, I I didn't know, you know, what to do. I wasn't like, I wasn't plugged into a church yet or anything like that. And I was just 
I was struggling. Yeah. Um, but then March and April came around, I think. I don't really think anything happened in April, but in March was a really big, like, turning point, I feel like, because um, my mom, like, really encouraged me to, like, step out of my comfort zone, and I ended up going to a church all by myself. It's right up the road from my house, and I was so scared, like, I did not <laughs> want to do that, um, and I walked into the church, and like not even kidding everybody there just took care of me as soon as I walked in and it was definitely like God was really holding my hand that entire time and um that is so I mean this church has been such a blessing to me I mean I have grown so much I help with the youth now and it's been such a blessing but that was like the major event I think at the beginning of the year because I finally found community I found a new group of of people that um you know, we might not exactly just be like best friends, but they are a community of people that do help me and uplift and encourage me. Um, but yeah, that was my kind of beginning of the year. Okay. Um, my beginning, I'm trying to think. I know it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was. It, I mean, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago, but at the same time, I'm like, trying to think of. Yeah. Um, my beginning of the year, honestly, it was kind of just like chilling honestly yeah. like there wasn't anything like major that really happened um sometimes that's the best <laughs> like I mean it was just just one of those seasons I guess where I was just you know not waiting but just chilling I guess yeah there was, the nothing, there was nothing special that was good yeah there me. wasn't um yeah up until I guess yeah that's probably all I can say for the middle the beginning yeah. of the year and then you and I kind of had to adjust, too, because we were no longer, I guess, like, walking through the same season of life together yes, anymore. So that was that, that is... was an adjustment, trying to just, like, figure that out. And then finally we got, like, the hang of things. And because um, that can be difficult. If, you know, you've heard our episodes before. We were always, like, we've always been walking through the same season of life together, like, ever since, like, high school, you know, yeah. we finally. And then you know, it wasn't anymore. And that was not a part of like, you know, my plan or our plan. Like it was just always, you know, we, we walked through the same season of life together and it wasn't the case anymore. And so we had, was it like March or April that we just like kind of sat down together and talked about it? I forgot mm-hmm. about that until we were, I was just talking about it right now. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah, and we that. just, we sat down and that should have been one of my, my points too, but it's okay to have like hard conversations because that's where like the best, like the best things come out of that. And we sat down together and we had like a, a more difficult conversation, but it was so good. Yeah. Like it was, it was really good. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. That was probably, that honestly could have been one of the bigger events yeah. of the beginning of the year, just because like you said, we, I mean, mm-hmm. we've walked through the same season of life since we were yeah. really in fifth grade and like got close mm-hmm. enough to where we knew what our seasons of life were, you yeah. know? And just having those past kind of diverge a little bit made a made our friendship a little rocky at the time. So that was that, that that's a good one. Yeah. And so we had we had a conversation about it and you know, God really took care of us because it was like, Oh my gosh, like we're not really walking through the same season of life. Like this isn't this is new, like what do we do? And like that's just the the plan that God's written and for the time being and like that's okay. And mm-hmm. you know, it's gotten lots better for sure. And that was one of the first times that we weren't, like, 
glued at the hip either because <laughs> we had like very different schedules like you were working and I was at school or like so we weren't able to see each other all the time I and mean, that's not something we've ever been used to no. we've always been like you said it's just always been us two and we've always just you know yeah but yeah college and adult life is different it is <laughs> um, it's very which is what, what I mean like even like with the reaching out first like you know, because life gets so busy, like, I guess, like, you have to put more effort in at that point, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like, to make relationships work, friendships work, like, you know, you just have to, you know, because I feel like what got in our way so much was that, like, we just naturally, like, had time together, mm-hmm. like, you know, either I was, like, at your house, or you were at my house, and we just naturally had time, because, you know, we had just graduated, I was, we were both living at home, mm-hmm. um, whenever I came back from my junior college, and we just, we just had each other, and we were always, but then, like you said, like, life got in the way in life, and so I think that was us just saying, okay, we actually have to, like, put effort in now, <laughs> we yeah. actually have to try now, <laughs> so yeah, I think that true. was probably... Yeah, that was a that was actually a really big one. Yeah, um, and then towards the middle of the year, <laughs> nothing like super detrimental happened for me, but I was not, you know, I was still kind of, you know, just getting back into like my faith and everything, and I was very not just getting back into my faith, but I was very much starting to build my relationship with um with God back up, and um, I think. What I was trying to do was I literally said a prayer at the beginning of the year because I really had nothing going on. I was not really that busy. I had nothing going on. And I literally said a prayer to God at the very beginning of the year. It's like, God, like, just let me, like, be busy again. Like, let my life be purposeful again. And, oh, my gosh, like, be, so, <laughs> be careful what you pray for. I'm very thankful. I'm very blessed. But, oh, my gosh, um, the summer and from really until, like, you know, May until like August when school started. I mean, I just filled my schedule to the brim. I was, I was working like three different jobs and babysitting on the days that I had off. And I was filling it with so many different things. And, um, I'm just, you know, I look back and I really wish I wouldn't have done that. Cause I felt like I kind of had a summer wasted, like a summer where I could have asked friends to go do stuff. I could have, you know, you know, just caught up, had a day open where I just stay at home and like, you know, watch, like right now I'm watching Dance Moms. I couldn't, you know, be watching a show, reading a book, like it's okay to have days off. And I wish I could go back and tell myself that because I literally tried to drown out like my feelings and everything with just staying busy and working, Mm -hmm. you know, everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Mm -hmm. Um, Middle of the year, well, at the beginning of the summer, I got to watch my sister get baptized, my little sister get baptized. Oh, I did too. Oh, that was <laughs> such a, I forgot that that was, wow. Yes. It like so, um, that was such, that was a good moment. Yes, it was. That was a really rewarding experience to be able to be there and support her for that, especially as far as she's come and um, just know that, you know, God's working in her life and everything. Oh, um, wait, we're so proud of her. We are. Oh my goodness. We have conversations about that. Cadence is listening. We're so proud of you. Yes, we are so proud of you. (laughs) Um, But as far as the rest of the year, the summer was kind of rough for me. Um, Just because, you know, there was some just general rockiness in my faith and just some experiences that were happening at the time that uh, caused that. And, um, yeah, it was just kind of a journey of like, okay, I just need to wait 
and like, you know, let God help me or allow God to help me work this out rather than take it all in myself. Cause at the beginning of the summer, I tried doing that and, uh, very quickly went into a mental breakdown <laughs> um, and soon learned that, you know, the only way I'm going to get through the season and get through uh, stronger on the other side is to let go and let God. And that's, you know, what I really had to learn how to do. And that's when I really learned how to, you know, uh, protect my peace and what that meant and how um, boundaries can really make a difference in, you know, your faith and, you know, your own anxiety and peace that can be covered by boundaries that are, you know, set by God and mm-hmm. set by yourself. So true. I, yeah, I think, yeah, that's, that's true. And I had, um, you know, the devil, I think will also use sometimes your past to try to creep back in and take you five steps back because I specifically remember telling you that <laughs> last mm-hmm. year as well. Um, I had somebody that kept trying to creep back into my life and like the Christian side of me would be like, Oh my goodness, like God has saved this person. Like, and I, I, you know, I can't block this person out because I have to be kind and loving towards them and, you know, X, Y, Z. And then it, thankfully, I, you know, went to an alley with it and she gave me, it was probably the only one that gave me a reality check and said, no, that's not <laughs> what's going on. Um, <laughs> you need to protect your peace and guard your heart because nothing good is going to come from that and block them out. And so um, that is what ended up happening last summer, I believe. Um, yeah. So that was, yeah, that's a big one. Protecting yeah. your peace. And then we get to the end of the year, um, and <laughs> the last half of the year from August until December, um, each month held something, something different and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for it, but I definitely like my headspace wasn't great because like I said, I was just constantly filling my schedule. Um, but then towards the end of the year, like I was at kind of the best I'd ever been, you know, like my spiritual journey has just been the best it's ever been. Like my faith in God had never been stronger. And, um, all of these plans that I made at the beginning of the year, like I filled up my literal whole entire year. Like that is crazy. (laughs) Um, and I got to that point and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I don't have time to breathe. I literally felt like I was drowning and just being so busy, you know, being carried from one place to the other. Um, but I learned from it and I took that and this semester is going to be a lot better because (laughs) I've literally factored in like free time for myself and time for you know just other things outside of work and being busy and just you know enjoying every day as it brings and every moment you know so yeah I think definitely towards the end I learned to just you know take it slow because there were I think it was like the month of December not December uh September that like about killed me (laughs) If you um, tried to talk to me in September, I'm so sorry because I, I never, yeah, I know you didn't, but yeah. Um, my end of the year probably, I'm trying to think <laughs> like how to conclude all of it. Um, I think it was also in September that I found out I was graduating slightly early. Yeah. Um, which I know I've mentioned that like probably in the past like a couple of episodes, but it truly it rocked my world only yeah. because I had intentions of graduating a semester later, like and thought I knew what I was doing and everything else. And you know, the Lord really humbled me there. Um He'll do it. <laughs> and you know, has been kind of changing my desires as far as where my future is gonna end up going and um things that I have had plans since high school are kind of, you know, slowly burning away. Like that desire is kind of fading a little bit and new desires are being brought up in my heart. And um, I think that's just, yeah, just learning, 
or not learning how to trust God, but yeah, like improving my trust in him that, you know, I can make all these plans, but in the, at the end of the day, you know, he's going to be the one that changes my desires. And um, I, it's just, it's just my job to listen to mm-hmm. and um, be patient with how he reveals them and when he reveals them. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's so true. And I think for, for this year going forward, we, you know, are just starting with a clean slate and, you know, just trying to truly, truly accept what, what God has for us. So, yeah, I think that unless you have, do you have anything else that you want to talk about? No. All right. I think this is going to go ahead and conclude our episode. Normally at the end of the episode, we would do what God has been teaching us. And we absolutely love that. But that's what this whole episode was about. <laughs> we talked about the whole year and what God has been teaching us. So we're going to go ahead and end it here. We are so thankful and we're really excited for the episodes that we have coming up. You guys are going to hear from me and Manali a lot more again. I'll, we have missed that, I think, just talking us too. But we do have a few guests that we plan on having on as well. So we're really excited and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode today. And if you liked it, please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Through Faith Podcast and everything will be linked down below. And if you have any questions or episode ideas that you'd like to hear from us, please be sure to email us and I'll also link that down in the description below. Bye guys.